What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another long awaited day with Wifey and Wifey. I am Wavy. This is Baby. Say hello. Hey, everybody. I'm Tuesday. This is the Wifey and Wifey podcast. Long awaited, but we are here again to run our mouths like we always do. Remember, you can follow along with us on YouTube, see our pretty faces. We post the videos there. And today, we have an interesting topic, which is bad timing in a relationship and also comparing your life and relationship to other people. I'm going to keep it long like that, too. (laughs) When I named the episode, all 52 of those words going in the title. I'm good with that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't name the episode. Y'all not going to listen to it because the name too long? I mean, it's just going to get cut off. You're just going to be like, bad. <laughs> y'all know what's up. Sometimes we be chirping. Uh, but anyways, as you speaking of chirping, how you been? Not to imply that you was chirping. That kind of, that was a bad setup. It's okay. Um, I have been okay. Ups and downs, you know. Uh, my grandma's birthday just passed at the end of September, so that was kind of rough. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, well, it's not cool, but I'm good. Um, new job. It's fun. Less stressful. I've only been doing it for two weeks. I have so much more to learn. It's so much. But I got a raise. Always good. Um, chilling with the kids, kicking it with the fam, seeing friends. That's it. How about how about you, love? How about you? How how about you? How are you? I don't know what I'm saying. Today I am good. Uh, between like last episode and now, I cannot say that every day was good, but here we are. We have prevailed, Jesus. Amen. Um, and the church. <laughs> let the church say yeah. Yes. It's been a rough couple weeks, but we've been we've been kicking it. We've been having a good time. Trudging right along, guys. Yeah, trudging right along. I've been, you know, personally working on my scripted podcast that I'm going to be naming Married by 30. It's gonna be a podcast about queer women on their search to find love before they turn 30. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be erotic. She's probably gonna be in it. So that's been like my main thing, trying to get that launched by January. So you guys watch out for it. Other than that, running around with these kids, they're kids. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, all righty, let's hop right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hop right into the episode. You feel me? Yeah. So. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I want to say it's Wale. He has this line that's like, if Mr. or if Mrs. Wright comes at the wrong time, then Mrs. Wright's done or something. I love that. Y'all know, as an author, I'm not the greatest with words. (laughs) Uh, Crazy. As a person, she's Ooh. not the greatest at remembering song lyrics. How about that? <laughs> that part too. That's really uh, what it is. Definitely a Wale song. Maybe like one of those beginning mixtapes. Check it out. They're 
pretty decent. You'll stumble upon it. But I think that's true. If you meet the right person at the wrong time, it's probably going to be tough to make that work like you want to make it work. What to do with that? How do you deal with meeting the love of your life at the wrong time? You know me. I'm all about the communication. Because, I mean, life happens, right? You can't always be in a place to be your best self. Mm -hmm. It's just not realistic. People go through struggles every day, whether that be depression or just having an off day, bad timing with work, stuff going on with your family, loss, gain, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, life comes in these ebbs and flows. And sometimes you may meet the right person where you're in one of those low points and you kind of just have to communicate and know yourself, you know, because I feel like if you meet your soulmate, they're going to be attracted to you just like you're attracted to them. So more than likely y'all are going to talk at least once, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you like hang out with them once or twice and you kind of, feel yourself falling deeper than you need to, hey, communicate that. Hey, I'm not in a place right now where I can be in a relationship, but this is how I do feel about you. I can see us one day building towards something, but I'm not in a place right now to do that. I need to work on X, Y, Z. And once I've done that, you know, we can kind of step into a relationship. And let them know whether you're willing to be friends with them during that time or whatever. And if it's meant to be, they're either going to vibe with it. And if they're not, maybe that's not the person you think they are. Because if your soulmate comes, they're going to understand you. That's just how I feel. That's the truth. You know what I mean? Do you? This is kind of off topic. Do you think everyone just has like one soulmate or like it's multiple? soulmates like floating around in the world me personally i feel like there are multiple soulmates yeah um there's so many decisions and things that you have to decisions that you have to make in your life and things that you do that I can't imagine that you only have one soulmate. Yeah, because you could. I'm not even talking about, a lot of people would be like, you telling me you have a soulmate? What if your soulmate's in Japan? Are you going to go to Japan? Da, da, da. I feel like you'll meet your soulmate if they're in freaking Japan. Like yeah. somehow, some way, they, you will get there. I think I more mean that you made a decision at 18 to go to college or to go to the military or to get a job. Yeah. You know? Which is maybe, your instance, right? Maybe, you know, if you would have gone to the military, your soulmate's here. And if you go get a job, this is going to be your soulmate down yeah. the line. And if you go, you know, uh, to college, this is going to be your soulmate down the line. Yeah. That's what I mean, that based on the decisions you make in your life, it turns you into a certain person. That way you can match up with that, that other soulmate. Person, yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe there are multiple people down this track that could be your soulmate based on later decisions, you know? That's how I feel. And I also feel like you can have a soulmate that's a lover. You can have a soulmate that's a friend, friend, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, Definitely, especially that last part. I feel like everybody has, like, multiple soulmates. 
a lot of my friends, I do consider them soulmates. We like like that. Of course, my wife, soulmate. But I mean, like she said, I could definitely see like where different decisions. Um, Cause we met right like a year after I went to college. Um, I graduated from college and I really didn't expect to be back in Texas. So if I had made the decision to do literally anything else, probably wouldn't have met. And then just based off of certain decisions in my life, you know, I was in a committed relationship, mm -hmm. broke up with that person because they was a fucking liar, um, came back home and <laughs> just through very weird circumstances we met. Yeah. Something that I had actually never done before we met. You know what I'm saying? Um, versus her best friend being in the Marines. And I was going to go to the Marines, but instead yeah. decided to go to college. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, so maybe if I would have went into the Marines, we may have met at like a Marine Corps ball or something. You never know. baby knows I was in the Marine Corps ball but, but maybe not. Maybe that track would have led me somewhere else and I wouldn't have even been here because her friend was in the reserves and I would have been active duty. So maybe I would have been somewhere else doing something else, meeting different people and I never would have met her. You know what I mean? I probably would have stuck with some crazy bitch in an alternate timeline because that's my stilo. She's stuck with a crazy bitch now. So. Yeah, but anyways... Um, and I think that all goes into timing too, because it's like, how do you know it's a good time or a bad time? For me, you have to know yourself to know whether it's a good time or a bad time. Like, yeah. when I met you, I had just come out of a bad time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Same it, though. Same. Yeah. You same. know. Um, you, hopefully anybody that's going through a bad time in life is not out trying to actively find partnership Love. because you probably, you're probably, toxic. Probably should take um, some time, honey. Maybe go to therapy. Yeah. You're toxic AF. Maybe do some shadow work or something. Get a journal. Uh, <laughs> but, um... If you are in a bad time and you happen to find your soulmate, then that's a whole different yeah, story. You know, we, if you, you know, stumble I'm not, upon yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I'm, and, and maybe that soulmate came at a time that you actually needed them. You never know. Yeah. Life happens. You have to be open. You have to be honest. You have to be willing. Um, but what was the question? Look at me. How do you know if the timing's right? Um, I think you just have to feel it. You have to know yourself. Yeah. You have to know what you are able to <clears throat> absorb and withhold and stand and get into. And if you're not ready, then don't do it. Yeah. I mean, personally, um, I graduated from college in May 2012. I had the idea that I would be like coming back for a little while and then leaving. So I didn't want to get into like a relationship or start dating or like have a bunch of emotions mixed up. Plus other situations at the time, 
you know me, I be doing crazy stuff. So I didn't date for a good while. And then it kind of got to a point where it was like, maybe I am going to be here for a little while, um, open to dating. I really didn't think it was like my time to like get serious or anything. But when we met, it was just like, hey, let's move in and shack it up and move towards marriage. That, it just... Because we are U-Haul lesbians. <laughs> we are U-Hauls. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it just, it felt right at the time, but it was kind of like, literally, maybe... It was circumstantial. Two, yeah, it was circumstantial, but literally, like, two weeks before we met and first interacted, I was like, maybe I could, like, just see what's out there, have some fun, have some experiences or whatever. And then we met, and that was... It's like obviously this is a good time for it. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, and I mean, my situation was fairly similar. I had just gotten out of a relationship in October of the year prior to we us meeting, and we met in, in April. Um, so for a lot of people, six months after what would be considered a long-term relationship of three years mm-hmm. is not that much time. Yeah. Um but I did, you know, talk to other women and kind of dip my toe in the pool and, you know, they really weren't for me. And at the time, I wanted to say it was because I wasn't ready, but I don't know if that was necessarily true. You know, I healed, gave myself time to process what had happened or whatever, which doesn't take me that long. I don't know if it's the Pisces in me or what, or if it's just how I was raised, the type of person I am. It just doesn't take me a long time to kind of process and get over things. But what I figured out is that not, not that it wasn't the right time. What I figured out was that I'm not the type to casually date and sleep around. Um, so yeah. meeting Donica was a different experience because we actually had chemistry. There was a vibe. There was something very powerful in our meeting. Um, And it just spoke to me in a certain way. And I was like, I'm feeling this, you know, I can do this. From really like the first interaction, it was just kind of like, and it wasn't even like anything sexual at all. It was just very magnetic. Yeah, And it just really clicked really easily and really quickly facts um there's another part of this that we're supposed to be talking about yeah it's about comparing yourself to others and i will say because i was single for a good while this my first serious relationship really i dibbled and dabbled i did my little hoeing um especially when i was in like college and even like afterwards and even now, things I see from other people who are single. So when I got to college, you know, we are lesbians. I went to an HBCU. There's only so many lesbians. It's like, it was like 10 lesbians on campus. And eight of them, my freshman year, first day on campus, were together. So it was only two left besides myself. And it was like, everybody was looking to link up, link up, link up. And it was like, I'm not ready. That's not my time. I want to like... I want to shake my ass on a yacht. You know, that's not what I want to do. But I could 
easily see a lot of people, that's what they wanted to be out partying, but then they were chasing relationships that they really didn't want to be in. And it's kind of the same that a lot of people do with like either friends or social media. They see everybody else is, you know, together or married or engaged or whatever. They're like, I want that. But are you ready for that? Is a good time for that? Like you work 75 hours a week. When do you have time for a relationship? And it's, you don't have to rush to be in a relationship just because everybody else is in a relationship. That's basically what the comparison part of the episode is about. I mean, I have a similar view on it. I think I was going to kind of take it from just you being in a time that is bad for you, Mm -hmm. but feeling like you have to rush because you're not keeping up with everybody around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I noticed that a lot, especially with like me getting older. Yeah. You know, it's a lot worse now. I'm, I'm married. Right. So for me, it's like you meet people your age who are single and they're all in a rush to like be married. And it's like, you have to put in work. Do not just because you are 29, meet somebody, know them for six months, get engaged, marry them six months later, and then two years later, find out that y'all aren't compatible. But you're rushing because you're like, look, all my other friends are married. I have to get married too. Don't do that. Because especially if you've met somebody in bad timing, whether it's that you just got out of a relationship or you're kind of going through a phase of healing Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Or maybe they are. Yeah. or, Or maybe they are. But complete that phase of healing before you're just like, I'm going to let my broken self be healed by this person that is glue. And then when they start to crumble, I'm going to crumble too. And then now we broke up, mm-hmm. but we had to get a divorce because we got married because the glue fixed me, yeah. but then the glue broke down and now I'm broken again. And I don't actually, you know what I mean? So I think that's where I feel like don't compare yourself mm-hmm. during bad times because everybody's different. Everybody heals at a different rate. Everybody deals with things differently and you have to allow yourself space. Yeah. You have to hold space for you because nobody else is going to do that. And it's important that you make yourself a priority over others. Even if it means that you are left behind, quote unquote, in the race that is finding love or whatever yeah. the fuck the, i don't know this marathon called life <laughs> like it, you know yeah like you said as we've gotten older i'm 31 she's 29 knocking on 30s door <laughs> so as we've gotten older it's definitely a lot more like i need to get married i need to have a baby i need to get a house i need to do this and you do that and it's like really like but it's like do you i get it i get wanting to partner with someone but don't, isn't the point of being in love, being happy for one. Um, secondly, kind of related, kind of not, it's almost like a shameless plug. So, but I'm going to talk about it. So my, the scripted podcast I'm doing is called Married by 30. And the whole concept is the main character on her 29th birthday, she's single and her goal in life has always been 
to get married by the time she was 30. And the reason why I wrote this is because I've heard it so many times in the last couple of years as me and my friends are crossing that threshold. Like, I thought I'd be married by 30. I'm supposed to get married by 30. But why? And not even that. <laughs> but why? And not even that. But maybe the fact that you're putting so much pressure on a number has blinded you to the reality that you probably could have already been where you wanted to be. But you were so focused on other things that were less important in the grand scheme of things, but so important to you in order for you to be married by 30 that you missed out on that soulmate when you really could have had what you wanted the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the podcast I'm writing. That's literally what she just said. You're so fixated on achieving a goal that you're not enjoying life enough to find what you actually want. And I think a lot of people That's why have people are issue. always like, once I stopped looking, it was right there. It was right there the whole time. The entire time. It's like, I was so focused on this red table that I didn't see the white box. Yeah. But as soon as I stopped looking at the red table, the white box popped right into my eyes. The shit was right there the whole time. Yeah. And, you know? and I think with, I know a lot of single people don't like to hear that, like, oh, when you stop looking, you'll find it. But it's not even that when you stop looking, when some, like, pretty into law of attraction. And I'll, like, I have my limits, but hippy-dippy, so bear with me. Once you, instead of fixating on the goal of being happy and being married and XYZ and crossing things off the list. Just be happy. And actually being happy and having experiences and doing the self-work to heal yourself, you attract the happiness that you want. You attract, you know, you're smiling while you're walking down the street. And now, you know, the person who's seen you many times walking past the coffee shop, it's like, hey, can I get your number? That's why it seems like that's what's happening to so many people is because when you stop focusing and just like live, like breathe and relax about it, it does kind of just unfold that way. Mm -hmm. You can create better timing by doing the work inside. That's why, like, whenever people are having a hard time in relationships and they keep attracting shit guy after shit guy after shit guy, people literally will be like, what about you is attracting those types of people? And that's the same shit because you are pulling that negativity to you Mm -hmm. because people are latching on to the fact that you want to be with somebody so bad that you will accept Anything. Whatever. Yeah. Anything. So that's why you keep attracting whatever. Yeah. And it's easier to pull in nonsense than it is to pull in good things. Yeah. So it's like you have to kind of just give out better energy so that better energy comes back Mm -hmm. to you. And that's like, I'm not even like into like the whole vibration type thing, but when people tell you to vibrate at a higher frequency, that's, that's what they literally mean. Literally, what they're talking about. Bullshit's on the ground. Inhale, baby. It's inhale. 
You know what <laughs> Some I'm saying? Some of that shit is in hell. It's bullshit's <laughs> down here. The higher you vibrate, there are fewer people up there. Up here. Mm-hmm. So y'all are gonna find each other because y'all don't have to deal with so much shit on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Now, granted, there may be good people on the ground with you dealing with the same shit that you're mm-hmm. dealing with, but it's going to be so hard for y'all to find each other because y'all all have to look around all the bullshit people down here. When you could just vibrate a little bit higher, it'll be easier to see those good people because you're up here. Yeah. And I mean, it also goes back to the don't rush thing. You can't you can't rush through life. You can't rush through the process. Um you can't force yourself to be in a season that you're not in. Maybe you are down here and that's cool. I've been low, okay? No judgment. I've been low down, dirty shame. So I don't judge, but I I had to work my way up and go through my seasons and learn and live and build myself up to be the type of woman who would meet this nice lady right here? Because had I met her when I was down here, she would have been trying to fuck with me. And be honest. I, not at all. <laughs> she she would have had no mess with me. Because when I was when I was at the Marine Corps balls with my little dress on, trying to just like <laughs> just seeing like where some of like her people were at the time that we met. I can tell that I would not have because that was just, it wasn't me. Yeah. It's still not me to this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not a place where I live. You know, it's just not. Um, and that's not me saying that I'm better. I'm just different. Yeah. Right. Even when I was down here, it I was, was over here. Yeah. It was a different. And she <laughs> was down here too, but she was over there. Yeah. You know, we would have never seen each other had neither of us elevated a little bit. Yeah. Poke your head above the tree. Because we were so far apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this 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 is our take on it. Y'all already know how we do. I'm gonna give y'all my opinion and y'all can take it or leave it, y'all can fight me. Whatever. Um because at the end of the day. It's just one more perspective to possibly help you get to where you want to be in life. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Not your mama. Don't want to be. But maybe somebody in your life has been trying to tell you all these things that you listen to on our podcast and you just didn't understand. You know, and if you can understand it for me, then I did a good thing. That's all I'm out here trying to do. Yeah. Making niggas better one step at a time. Look, ooh, sorry about the shakes, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe, you know, you've been wondering, like, if maybe the time is off, maybe you need to take some time for yourself. And this is that sign that you need. This is the sign. You just need to take a break. I I do it all the time, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I take my time to do my work and better myself. And we're all better for it. We are. Trust me. We are. Yeah, because I'm... So when I was in it... I'm better now, though. I'm better now. I don't visit there often, but I will get there. Anyways, that's kind of the episode. 
that was fun glad to be back i missed y'all yeah this was great um hopefully we won't have to take any more unannounced breaks but during the during all times just connect with us on the instagram at wifey the letter in wifey we're both logged in so you might be talking to both of us at the same at the same time it might end up being like a little like a little group chat thing so have fun with it if not there you can check us out on youtube we did a lot of hand motioning so if you're in the podcast you're a little confused just go to the youtube I'm pointing places and it's a little bit more. Um, and don't forget that we both also have our personal Instagrams. I know that y'all never remember that. Um, I am at wavy underscore painter and baby is at Tuesday rights with an S. W R I T E S. Yes, guys. I be writing. <laughs> um, so if you don't really want to hit up the wifey and wifey page, if that's not really a jam, it's all good. If you want to talk to us on our individual pages, that's cool too. We be online. Send me memes. I'm that type of person. Hey, man. Yeah, y'all will see me on there all the time on the personal page. You know, I got to take care of this hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you as always. Always, always, for always. rocking with us. We love you guys. We appreciate you. New, old, everybody in between. And thank you for the support. Yeah, we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.